At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome, everyone, to the Sports Illustrated Media Podcast, last one of 2021. I am your host, Jimmy Trainer. Thanks so much for listening. Got two of my buddies on, regulars on the media podcast. You know them in the NFL and radio and television world. Peter Schrager from Good Morning Football and Fox NFL on Sundays. Andrew Perloff, formerly of the Dan Patrick Show, now beginning his own show on CBS Sports Radio starting next week. A uh, little roundtable where we just sort of supposed to be a little 2021 year in review went off the rails and it's just a big pop culture sports mishmash of every topic you can imagine. And it's too many to name. So just check it out. Give it a listen. Last year did a in in-depth sports media year in review pod with Andrew Marshan and John O'Ran two weeks ago. Troy Aikman was on this podcast three weeks ago. Stanford, Steve, if you missed any of those, go into the archives, check them out, subscribe, rate and review. All right. Let's not waste any time. Roundtable time now with Peter Schrager and Andrew Perloff right here on the SI Media Podcast. All right, joining me now, we're making this an annual tradition. We did this the last week of 2021. Now it's the last week of 2020. Now we're doing it in the last week of 2021. Two of my good buddies who are on the podcast periodically. We've got the very busy Peter Schrager from Good Morning Football and Fox and Andrew Perloff, who just left the DP show going out on his own. Schrager, Andrew, happy new year. Happy holidays. Thanks for doing this. How the hell are you, Schrags? Oh, I'm so good. I love seeing you guys. I hope this is an annual tradition because I thought we had a blast last time. And um, good things on, on the horizon. Jimmy, your podcast is on fire. You had the most viral tweet of the weekend, tweeting out the Belichick uh, New Year's resolution story. I saw 11,000 retweets. And I know for you, we're, we're all about clicks, baby. That's great stuff. That's, it's all, it's all about a little, it's all about show, getting some attention. New show, uh, you and Maggie, great people. And like 2022 is going to be our year, fellas. I feel it. I'm already, I already have an issue. What's okay. that? So you had the 11,000 Bill Belichick, you know, press conference. It was awesome. It was the story of the weekend. I was happy for you, but I got 4,000 because James Harden elbowed a Laker in, in the nuts. And I got that out. I felt like I deserved an honorable mention viral tweet, 
but you're too busy doing what you were on my TV. Basically. I saw more Peter Schrager during Christmas weekend than I saw my actual kids because every time I turn on you're in Arizona, you're in LA, you're on good morning football. Where actually are you? Are you just sort of, are you in like the Delta lounge right now? Or do you yeah. actually ever go home? Um, height of the pandemic or whatever yeah. version this pandemic is. I was in, <clears throat> I had four flights canceled on new year's Eve four because of COVID, four different crews were canceled. So United, Delta, I finally end up on a JetBlue flight, last one out, 8 o'clock to Arizona Friday night. I land in Arizona. So just going through airports, height of the pandemic, everyone all at the gate. All right, great. So we do that. That's awesome. Then uh, get to Arizona, sleep for a little bit, get to the field, and then I'm in a field with 80,000 fans, no money in masks, just you know, on the sidelines, doing the best I can. Awesome, awesome opportunity to do that. Then I get the call that they're going to need me in LA to fill in not only for Fox NFL kickoff, but for Fox NFL Sunday because Blazer was feeling under the weather. So got to LA in the morning, um, banged that out, then flew back, and then it was on Good Morning Football on on Monday. And I'll tell you guys, it's I, you know I, I'm a Jewish man. Uh, I don't have any Christmas to celebrate. I just went to work and it, it just did what I had to do. And I got to say, <laughs> it was a great weekend. Hopefully I'm healthy. Hopefully I don't test positive in the next 24 hours. But Thank you for noticing, guys. Was so, so, so it was Good Morning Football Friday. Then you did the Arizona. You were in Arizona for Arizona Indianapolis on Saturday in LA Sunday for Fox, and then you were doing you were back doing Good Morning Football on Monday. Yes, sir. And now we're recording this on a Tuesday, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm in Brooklyn, New York, in my home. Are you, are you tired? I am. I'm exhausted. Okay. Okay. By, by the way, it wasn't just any normal report for Jay. He was filling in with about 700 injured players or COVID lists for Jay Glazer. <laughs> so basically, no one on earth knew who was playing in any given game until Peter got on on Sunday morning and had like, they kept going back to him too. He's like, every five minutes, somebody else was out of the game. And the funniest one, not funny for the Chargers, was I'm like, all right, Bosa's out, Mike Williams out, Eckler's out. I'm like, Derwin James might play. And I spoke to those, my sources in there, and I'm like, but I don't know how much. And then, like, they came back to me on the ins and outs. And I'm like, all right, so Derwin's active, but just because he didn't play. I mean, they didn't even do so. It was I wish I would have like, paid. Of all the things, I'm worried about the Chargers' safety. Like, after 48 hours of being awake, and I'm, like, checking my phone nonstop. But uh, it was quite a rush. And I'll tell you what, I, I would have rather been nowhere else. I fucking loved it. It was great. It was – it was. Uh... I like when the schedule get, at this time of year when we get the games on Saturday and yeah. you know double high Christmas there were games and all that stuff. Perloff, you're here, you know, blowing up Schrager, but you're you you have a big week coming up. Mm-hmm. You've left the Dan Patrick Show after many 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 years, going out on your own, co-hosting a show with Maggie Gray on CBS Sports Radio, beginning next Monday, I assume. Yeah, Monday, January third, three p.m. to six p.m. Eastern, CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Network, Sirius Channel 158. It's going to be the best two-person show on sports TV, sports radio, digitally, TikTok, you name it, Jimmy, all your outlets. I love that you're on CBS Sports Network, too, so I can check in and see, you know, what the answer. Are they going to, like, make you get a TikTok account and do all kinds of goofy videos now? Oh, I'll do a TikTok dance right now. I I don't know how how many people actually watch this compared to Noah. They are. We actually just had a meeting about how to get the word out, because I think that's important. We're talking about, do you ever unfollow somebody because they promote their own show too much? And Mm. I said, no, I do not. And that was an interesting question. Jimmy, you're pretty good at promoting your podcast. Like, is there too much? Like, what's the right balance? No, 
Well, okay. So Schrager and I have a thing with this. I hope he doesn't mind me bringing this up. But okay, let's hear. Schrager will often complain about Twitter, like we all do. But when I go and check Peter's page, like Peter follows about five billion people on Twitter. <laughs> so I explained. I try to get him to like. You got to cut that number down, and it'll it will lessen the animosity you have for Twitter. Now, I don't really get annoyed with people promoting their shit only because I think we all have to do it. And I do think most people, I think most people do it. it okay. Schrager follows 5,619 people. Mm -hmm. 5, I follow 458. You're missing so, out. Missing out on what? 4,400 people that are just crushing Annoying. the content. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think people know that we all have to promote stuff, and I think they sort of ignore it. And I, I think maybe a few people here and there all unfollow you, but I don't think it's a big deal. That's my I, take. I agree. And especially something as cool as a new opportunity in your career, like it's part of the deal, especially if we're all living in the same ecosystem. I will ask this. You've got this great platform here because people do listen to Jimmy's podcast. Give us the elevator speech. 30 seconds. I'm riding an elevator. Why I should listen to the show and what it's called. It's called Maggie and Perloff because her name is Maggie. My name is Perloff. <laughs> so we ditched McLovin from the Dan Patrick show. I'll tell you why you want to watch it, Peter, because it's the funniest show. You know, the conversations that you and Jimmy and I have off camera, we're bringing a PC version of that where we're old friends. It's got a PTI feel like Tony and Mike, but updated, more modern, more edgy, you know, more with it. We're going to be talking about things like TikTok, the TikTok. <laughs> But it's uh, honestly like because we both have real sports shops, but I we hope to be funny uh, and sort of alter, you know, just more of like what you and I talk about mm -hmm. It's compared to I think a lot of shows are just kind of a talking head. Like I watch a show on an unnamed four name network where they just spend about a half an hour talking about is this team a contender and spitting out the same facts. We're going to try and be a little more interesting, a little more funny and a little more different. Okay. I still think the show should have been called Pearl Gray, like the T. Yeah. Oh, By the way. Jimmy, you know Maggie pretty well. There yes. is one thing. Okay. She's actually the only woman in this space hosting a sports talk radio show, actually. Any stereotype about like the male, female, she's vicious. She is like a Bill Belichickian mean. We call her Machiavellian Maggie. Whereas I, I definitely fall into the Ted Lasso line of thinking like, I'm like, well, Tua seems really nice. I know that he can't throw the ball 38 <laughs> yards in the air, but I am so buttery soft i have to kind of work on that you also have like horrible takes and that's what makes it good so like horrible. you throw anything out there yeah i can't think of any examples jimmy there's no horrible i don't know what horrible if, the, if there's a about. shitty quarterback in the nfl perloff loves him perloff sees the talent in all the bad quarterbacks <laughs> i'll tell you we started good morning football in 2016 and that first week when it was like all right here are the signature segments we're gonna do something called the water cooler we're gonna do yeah. something called facts you don't know i know those brainstorm meetings you're in right now yeah. Um, is there a segment you're excited about or some part of the show you're excited about? Because I think one of the coolest deals you have right now is you can build it from the ground up and that's the best part. Oh, we have all sorts of, we call them buckets. We have like 15 of them. My favorite one is what's not trending because okay. in a practice show, I couldn't think of anything to say. So I said, what's not trending is sound guy stew sweater and just did five minutes on that. But I like ones that are just complete opposites of the, uh, you know, I don't want to see buy or sell. So we're trying to make them, make them a lot different than that. I brought against the grain. 
because you know, against the grain was my. That's what I meant by your shitty takes. Against you know who started that, Jimmy? It was an editor at Sports Illustrated, Don Bonvasudo, who now edits Peter King's Monday Morning Quarterback. He's the one who thought of against the grain. Against the grain is a nice way of saying. contrarian takes but then skip bayless took contrarian takes and made 50 million dollars off yeah. of it if people had supported me when i was making bad takes peter you don't even know these bad takes do you know the bad my I tomlinson one, one tomlinson runs eight yards father but it all started with tom brady we were together in like oh five or oh four tom brady was winning super bowls and was the hero of the patriots but he wasn't leading them to super bowls where did you remember where you stood on he was kind of part of the patriot system so i jimmy goes oh you're calling tom brady a system quarterback and it just took off from there and then so but you know what i'm talking about you were there for the early patriots days of course and and part of good morning football it's like Kay will post something and the ex-player whether it be nate or whoever it is now will probably take the conventional take and then me and Kyle have to kind of look at each other in a showdown and be like, all right, we can't all just say the same board. Like one of us has to take. So today, for example, it was, should the NFL be scared of the Dolphins right now? And my answer is no. And I'm looking at Kyle right in the eyes and I'm like, you got to take it, bro. You got And then he's like, here's why you would be scared of the Dolphins. And I'm like, yes, Kyle took it. But you know, like that's just television and radio. Like, it can't just be three people across the board being like, no, nah, uh, nah, next question. You got to make something out of it. And then the Dolphins fans listening get super pissed. Um, and that's the, the kind of the magic and the art behind all this. And, and I go on Simmons's podcast once and like every week he's got a new one. And I'm like, you are just a take machine. And I respect it. This is oh. why I like having my own show because I can't, I would never be able to do that. I would never be able to just like give the take that's needed. I just, I don't have it in. All me. right, let's try it here. Make the case. Make the case for why, um, why the Tennessee Titans can win the AFC. Go. They can't. <laughs> so that's why. I can't, that's year. why I can't be on the show. Yeah, like Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill's not that good, so they won't. It's that simple. <laughs> like I don't. I made it, like, it, I can't. We did a rehearsal show today, and we we were fighting over who had to take the pro to a take. I did not want the pro to a take. I, I'm yeah. curious what Kyle came up with because just because you beat Ian Book in a 20 to three game, like it's hard to make that pro. Tour. I think Kyle's take was you only drive the car to, to the keys you're giving the car to, and they don't ask him to do much more. He does everything they ask him to do, and they win games. So who can critique that? I saw hard. the greatest tweet on Tua. They show a graphic saying Tua Tagovailoa completed seven passes in a row, pan out, and they're on the Dolphins' 32 yard line. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. That's a good part. See, bring that to the radio show and you'll be okay. Yeah. Bring that to the radio show. I think the best thing you guys have going is that, and I, I would think that's important, is that you and Maggie are just likable people. And like, I would want to hang with you guys. You, you don't have bad bones in your body. You're not self-promoters. You're not trying to, you know, be overrun with ambition. And I feel like that's a pleasant listen. Now, I don't know if that works in the New York market. They're not looking for pleasant listen, but you guys uh, are likable people and I would definitely enjoy an hour listening to it. Yeah, we're national uh, and it's three hours. So we'll, we'll just focus the first hour on things that interest Peter Schrager. Then <laughs> hours two and three will go on thing. And by the way, that's old, Andrew. I'm not like one anymore. I'm a hot take machine right now. And I totally disagree with everything every one of you said. And here's why. It's all LeBron James' fault. What is what? What are the uh, what are the hot takes that get you paid a lot of money, Jimmy? You follow this stuff. Yeah, you right? j- just throw out something about LeBron James. Big topic right now is like you know, say something about Aaron Rodgers not being vaccinated. Yeah, get into you know, um, NBA was better 
when the when the defense were allowed to mug you. I mean, there's you have this, you know the standards, you know the hits. Oh, uh, you know, I, don't yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Why is the Cleveland Browns always part of this mix? I've it's seen true. metrics at ESPN. The Browns are like the Cowboys number one, but the Browns seem like the number two polarizer. He's a lightning rod. Baker's a lightning rod. Yeah. I'll give you true. one. And we learned it from Good Morning Football. And I take a shot at Lamar Jackson and see where you end up on the side of the road. Mm. Lamar Jackson, not a good quarterback. Can't maybe say that. I could, maybe I can be on Good Morning. I just people, maybe I can be on Good Morning. Are very defensive of Lamar going back to his college days, and not it's not a race thing. It's just that people he can't are throw. Bill Polian, it's a he can't throw thing. He goes on wins MVP. Then yeah. there is a whole thing of Huntley might be better than him, and then it was a, a Lamar army came out. Like Lamar has his supporters. Hey, At, listen, yeah, if you if you want to win a if like if you want to go. 10 and six or whatever. Now there's 17 games, 11 and six in the regular season and get to the first round of the playoffs. Lamar Jackson's fine. If you want to win a Super Bowl, your quarterback has to be able to throw. He can't. So they're not going to win a Super Bowl. Okay. Let me, let me propose something for you guys. If you're the Ravens and Lamar's going into a contract year, would you rather pay Lamar Jackson $35 million for five years? Or would you rather pay Huntley three to $5 million and see where you go for the next couple of years? Jimmy, oh. you, why does it have to be those two choices? Is there, there's no other choice to get a sure, different you quarterback? Door number, you're going to walk away from Lamar and see door number two? Uh, I mean, can you get Russell Wilson for one or two years and put him on that team? I bet you can win a Super Bowl. Okay. Wait, Jimmy, uh, Peter, I'm doing the math. $35 year, million for five <laughs> years. That's $7 million a year for Lamar Jackson. That is a bargain. That's, I cannot That is a bargain. Five years, point. 35 per. Yeah. No, you're not going to help Now... Are you worried about injuries? I know that's always a cop out. In all these arguments, you always say if healthy. You know, it's always like they're going to go nine and seven if healthy. So I think that if healthy argument because Lamar, you see it this year, takes some punishment. I think they're going to pay him based on every intelligent uh, source that I've got. And I think it's one of those deals like, well, we love you. We built our team around you. We might as well ride or die with this guy and we'll see. But uh, they love him there in Baltimore. I don't know. Well, if there is a I mean, listen, there's I'm sure there's a hope there that they can develop him into someone who can throw better than he does. I, I mean, I think it's sort of. I don't understand going to happen, but every, every time I watch the Ravens, they have one guy who can catch the football. And why you don't have four guys on Mark Andrews at all times. And it feels like they do cover him a lot. But once in a while, that guy breaks free. He that's more. More than even Cooper Cup and the Rams. Like he is that one. He's the one pass. Right. Am I, I got I got to take control of this podcast because I really don't want to break down the Ravens offensive weapons. <laughs> it's just not what I want to do here. For the last <laughs> podcast is 2021. So we're going to just cut it right now because I'm, I'm not getting into I'm not getting into like I'm not getting into like Hollywood Brown skill set on the SIU Keep it all podcast. in. We got a Sammy Watkins portion of the show. All right. I there are a few things I do want to discuss with you guys going through the yes, year. And Duvernay, is that what you want to discuss? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perloff's trying to give me like, you know, cover two defenses on the Ravens <laughs> and Mark Andrews. I'm, I can't. I just can't. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We got it. You mentioned it earlier. We've got to talk about this Belichick video for a second. Mm -hmm. First of all, I thought he handled it tremendously well, but I will say Schrager mentioned that I tweeted it and and a lot of people sort of jumped in the fray in my mentions. Mike, I just, I can't tell you how much it depressed me and almost ruined my day. Like the stupidity of people in this country is off the charts. We knew that already, but People saying the woman should lose her job. Oh. People saying um, that, oh, someone because I because in my tweet, I said this is the most courageous journalist I've ever seen. People are like, you do realize there are people in war fields. People saying she should have gotten thrown out of the room. It, it's not the time and place. It's a stupid football game. No one cares. I mean, no one we can, no one can laugh and have fun. And I actually think it's a good question. Now, listen. Time and place, maybe not right. Maybe get them before a game, not after a loss. But I dare you to find me someone who wouldn't want to know Bill Belichick's New Year's resolutions. And I will say this. Here's my question for you. What did it, was it, I watched it 10 times and laughed every time. Did he handle it the right way? Or do you think it would have been better if he would have been like, I'm going to try to journal a little more and then like moved on? Like, what do you think the right approach there was for Bill Shregs? What's interesting is I was at a Super Bowl media day. I guess it was in Arizona the year they played the Seahawks. And, you know, you're like, Belichick's not going to have fun with any of this stuff. Everyone's got to suppose it. And someone asked him about, you know, a movie. And he went into a deep conversation on My Cousin Vinny and his love for My Cousin Vinny. And everyone being like, oh, that was great. And then someone asked him about music. And he was like, Bon Jovi. I'm a huge Bon Jovi fan. And it's like, all right, so there's something there. What I respect from the question is that, I'm, we're so we've seen millions of press conferences post game wins losses. Mm. Never are we ever talking about a question that comes from out of nowhere. That was the beauty of it. It was the element of surprise in week 16 of Belichick's 21st year with the Patriots to be asked what his New Year's resolution was going to be because people around the country are wondering. And Jimmy, I got to ask you because you did the first part of the story by tweeting out the video, which was excellent. The second part of it is, who is the journalist? What publication? And finally, where is this beautiful article that she's working on? So I, I, I do have a little intel on that, but I got to put my phone on to give you the information. But I will say this. Give her credit, too, though. She did say she, she apologized before she asked the question. And she said, sorry, but I have a non-football question. It wasn't like, you know, he's like, oh, you know, we just got to get Mac Jones to play better. Bill, what do you need his resolutions? Like, she set it up nicely yeah. and like I, I watched that thing like the Zapruder film she he turns at first and I think for a split second he goes am I gonna light this person up and then he pulled it back and just said yeah maybe next week I'm gonna give a little more context too because on Monday he apologized the Monday before this game he apologized for the way he treated the media uh Saturday night after the loss against the Colts furthermore give this woman credit because not that um Mr. go out and live your life in a 
She went to the game. She was in person. She's yeah. not sitting on a Zoom asking from the couch. It's not on Twitter. All the people knocking her on Twitter are usually living inside and just watching and consuming things in social media. This right. journalist was boots on the ground. But, right. There were people who acted like yeah. the sanctity of like a funeral, like someone went to a funeral and pissed on the coffin. Like it, it he, he all she did was ask a question. Perloff, weigh in on this. Well, I got to give this credit to Maggie Gray, my partner. She said, no, what would be really gutsy is if the Patriots lost Super Bowl, the Bucks, like 38, 35. Bill, you just lost to Tom Brady by a field goal. But you've had a lot of time to circle back on that New Year's resolution thing. Whatever ended up happening with that. <laughs> someone <laughs> that would be great. If they get to a Super Bowl, someone will ask him at media day. It's going to be a thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the other sure. thing is, Bill Belichick might be the last person in America to actually have New Year's resolutions. What is it? What is his resolution? To hydrate more? Go to the gym? What is Bill Belichick's resolution? As I'm saying, she asked a great question. I want yeah. to know his resolutions. Stop Mark Andrews. Now, you can cut I, the Mark Andrews conversation short. Can I share something with just the two of you and no one else? Yeah. It doesn't leave this conversation because yeah. I, I would not be able to say this to people. That, so you saw the Brady comment about, I wish I was as brave and courageous as her. No, There was a part of me with my massive ego where I was like, I wonder if Brady saw my tweet because I said the woman was courageous. Huh. Definitely. I want, Tom Brady to, I want Tom Brady to see one of my tweets one day. That's are you goal. sure he doesn't follow you? He might follow you. No, he does not follow me. Does, you guys are ridiculous. Does Tom Brady follow you? Tom, yeah. if you ever look, Jimmy, you were followed by a lot of big people. Not the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, there's a level here, Perloff. There's a difference between getting followed by, you know, I don't want to say name because then I'll come off as an insult. But, does does right. Chrissy Teigen follow you? Yeah. But we go, I mean, we go back from the SI days. Oh, do you? Yeah. She made me cupcakes, brought them into the office one day many years ago. I have a so, lot of mid-level, yeah. lower level, like Taylor Heineke level quarterbacks who follow me. Peter, you have a lot of. Uh, there you go. You probably have some random NFL guys who follow you. A lot a of ton. Them. A well, ton. Well, I'm sure all the NFL. Yeah. I mean, that's. Oh, well, Jimmy, you know what's weird, though, about that topic? I know this is a fact that Peter told me. You go into any facility, and I've heard this. Peter is talking to 32 team facilities. Yeah knowing that the GM and the coach are just sitting there watching and waiting for what he's going to say. Yeah, it's uh, good morning football. It does not have crazy ratings like as ESPN or ESPN. We don't compete with like first take in that. But the one um, audience we have is a captive audience is the NFL building. So all 32 buildings have it on because A, it's league owned. So it's just on. And B, they don't want to hear basketball talk. They want to, and our show goes kind of inside. So like, you know, I'll go to the Colts Cardinals game and Chandler Jones runs across the field to dap me up. I've never met, like, you know, I'm like, oh, hey. And he's like, love the show. I'm like, great. Appreciate it. Like Every NFL player and coach and GM knows Schrager. Yeah. So they watch it and they, and, you know, I'll throw out this guy should be a special teams. This special teams coach should be considered for a head coach. And then I'll get a note from the guy within 30 seconds. Like, Hey, uh, this is my number. Just so you have it. I'm like, all right, cool. So wait, one of the, go ahead. You go. Was that a lot of pressure? Like, do you have to model? Do you think about that? Say you were going to rip. Yeah. No, I'm pretty honest. Like today I, I didn't trash John Lynch or Jimmy, but like I kind of went into what happened with Lynch and the accidental tweet and, how that can't be happening in week 17. And then Jimmy didn't play well. I'm like, those are my guys. I love Jimmy. I know Jimmy. Well, I know John Lynch since Fox, like the two of us are very good, but like, you just gotta be you. You can't live that way. Everybody what I would knows. find difficult. What I would think is it may be a little difficult for you sometimes. Cause I get it too. You know, I've gotten to know some players here and there over the years and you, you want to take it easy on guys you like or good to you where I would have a major issue if I was on your show. And I don't know, maybe it's easy for you. You can't bash the league and that like, 
like I don't know how like if I was how on that show bash the league. So let's, well, if let's, I was on Good Morning Football this morning, the first thing I would have said was, if you watch more than the first quarter of that game last night, you should check yourself into a mental institution. I watched the entire that was, game though. Right, but I watched that the entire was, game. That was offensive that that game took place last night. Offensive. Ian Book had no business being on that field. That was not a real game. See, one of the topics I wanted to get into is I don't, I do not at any circumstances want to discuss COVID, but I will say this. We're getting to the point where the season's going to need, and it's a tainted season at this point. Mm. That game last night was not a real game on any level whatsoever. And that, and there were playoff implications because of it. It's all going to hell in a handbasket. Now, you can't go say that on Good Morning Football, and I understand that. But that's what the reality – I mean, now you have Carson Wentz missing a game. Playoff team and, you know, team in the play. The season is becoming a joke, unfortunately, in the last few weeks here. Yeah. That's how I feel. I don't Andrew, that I'll let you weigh in because yeah. I don't want Schrager to get in trouble. Well, it's a, they added an extra regular season game, so backup quarterbacks is nothing new. That We've had that forever, Jimmy. I mean no, – no, We're down to fourth. I mean, Trevor oh. Simeon has no business in the league, and he couldn't play. Matt McGlynn yeah, started. I, it doesn't bother I mean, me. Connor Cook started a playoff game a couple years ago. Right. The Raiders. But that was one. That was one play. instance. But that was one instance. This is every team's getting decimated. I, I've been hearing all year long about how they loved Ian Book. So I was surprised how bad he was. But also, so you were probably the person ripping Carson Wentz two weeks ago when he completed five passes, and now the Colts are lost without this backup. Backup quarterbacks are a huge deal. They have been forever. I mean, you've won fantasy leagues, right? Where some guy on the Panthers who never played before, that's what happens late in the season. I, it's, I don't, not just, it's not just a quarterback position. Teams are getting hit at every position. What do you want them to do, Jimmy? I, I, I don't, don't want them to the do show, anything. Well, that, well, well, why did, well, here's my question. Why did they postpone three games the week before? They should. That I agree with. As an Eagles, fan, well, that's well. They postponed three games a week before, but then last night when the Saints, the Saints had no could players, field a team last night, the Saints fielded a team. I mean, that was rough. Yeah, I don't know. Demar, I mean, Cam Jordan and Alvin Kamara and Marshawn Lattimore and that game was close. Williams. There's some players. The game was fairly close. My worst nightmare is they shut down the season like they've done. They're never going to shut down the season because Thank no one's getting God. sick. Right. I don't want to talk about COVID. I'm just saying. I will say this, Jimmy. The thing about talking about the well, league, I come at the officials on our program, and I will tell you this honestly. I come at them hard. And after that Seahawks-Rams game, <clears throat> you could say I'm in bed with McVay or whatever you want because he's my buddy. I said, that was an embarrassment last night. <clears throat> after Thanksgiving, I said, that was an embarrassment with 28 penalties. No one wants to see Sean Hockley on national right. television. And to a man, five years on this show, I have not once heard from the league office or any of our producers being like, ease up on the officiating. That's good to hear. Now, let me ask you this. You guys don't think there's going to be a playoff game where a team probably loses because they're losing players because of yeah, COVID? of course. What do you mean? It's well, the real that's world. A, that's what I'm saying. What do you want to do? You want to play games in March? You want to play games in, in 2027? I mean, what do you no, want to do? Just, I just, I hate that the season's been ruined. It bothers me. It's very then go, then go stop COVID. No, I think at the high level, I, I don't think I, you know, I, at the high level, those teams are going to be fine. I, I feel like you're going to see Tampa Bay and Green Bay in the playoffs. And those are going to be legit teams. You, I hope you so. Like I, hope so. I hope so. No, I know. I, that's what I want to see. And I'm hoping that happens. All right. I don't no, want to. I, I will say this. I got a text from a friend being like, I lost my fantasy league because of freaking Dalvin Cook. I'm like, what do I tell you? Like, well, I, if, I don't, I don't care about anything that happens when anybody that, that, when as soon as someone messaged me about their fantasy league, it's delete the number. Yeah. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Did either of you watch the Madden doc on Christmas? I watched it. Pearl off advance. your disgrace. I got a screener. I watched it. Um, Jimmy, I loved it. What'd you think? I, okay. I loved the 75% of it. I love like 75. The first, the first 75% of it. I, I thought was his, the stuff they did on his coaching and broadcasting was tremendous. I didn't need to see anything about the video game and the all Madden team. No, but there were so many tremendous. First of all, I thought his wife was tremendous. Awesome. And little nuggets that maybe I knew and forgot, but you know, the first game John Madden ever did as a broadcaster was with Bob Costas. Costas, So good. Before he got the Madden cruiser, he was renting Dolly Parton's tour bus. So good. The first 75% of that, when it's on his coaching and broadcasting, was tremendous television. And as someone who does a lot of sports media stuff, there was some really interesting insight on there about, about Summerall and Brookshire. And then, okay, we're going somewhere. But here's the other thing. As a Fox employee, like Eric Shanks runs Fox Sports. Eric Shanks is the person on camera doing a promotional shoot with the 91 Falcons. Like it's incredible footage and there's just archives of it. Madden on the cruiser with Brett Favre. Like I thought it was great. And the little thing that they did, and I spoke to Joel Santos, who is the the guy who made it and is fantastic. He's the one who does all the best features for Fox. Spoke to Joel about it on Sunday. I saw him and I'm like, where did you think to get like the tough acting to acting commercial or the button? He goes, that was like the last thing we added. It was like literally like a week before we put it to bed. We're like, let's throw those in there. And I'm like, that might've been the best part about it. it. It didn't get a ton of play while he was broadcasting because social media wasn't around and the internet wasn't around. And I think if those two things were around his whole thing with the bus and the not flying would have been a major thing that people would latch onto the guy in 1980 got on a flight, had a panic attack, said, I will never fly again in 1980 and never, ever flew again. Jimmy. They interviewed the bus driver. Yes. He's still alive. Like, yes. incredible. Yeah, Paul, if you got to check it out, you got to watch it. kind of spoiling the whole thing, though. No, we're not. It was on already. It aired. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just, yeah. it's streaming January 3rd. I wanted to catch up because I knew you guys were going to talk about this, but I was there. You know, I remember Tom Brookshire, Philly guy. Yeah. I'll add I mean, one part. I'll add one part that I thought was so interesting. And it's, you know, he retires at age 42 and is like, I'll never coach again. And, all of these guys go back. Madden never coached again. Yeah. 
Quick question. Yeah. Did they yeah. talk about the terror that we all felt as kids when Pat Summerall would say in Tonight on Murder, she wrote, so which meant, that. oh, crap, I have all my homework to do. And I've just been sitting here watching do you, I, just hearing that CBS, see that those graphics. I'm like, oh, no, the 60 minutes clocked still to this day gets me depressed. <laughs> yeah, OK, good. Yeah, that was the yeah. worst thing as a kid. And uh, I do. I do remember I'll be looking live. How about a Brett Musburger, Jimmy? Would you watch a, a Brett Musburger doc? Oh, absolutely. They yeah. did a great 30 for 30. Well, no, they did a Jimmy the Greek agree, 30 yeah. for 30 where yes. Brent was heavily featured. Uh, Brent's got a lot of history. Brent would be a great subject for a I doc. was, I was, I was, um, I get sent a lot of books by like, and I got sent a book and I, yep. I'm kicking myself. I don't have the author's name, but it's called um, We're Looking Live. It's all yeah. about solely that CBS um, NFL today. And it's, it goes through Phyllis George. It goes through Irv Cross. It's a fantastic book. If you're into this yeah. stuff, it's called uh, You're Looking Live. But I didn't realize that Brent and, and Jimmy the Greek are at a restaurant in New York City and getting a fist fight the yeah. day before oh, yeah. the show, like crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys yep. know the story about Irv Cross. No, he was my dad's. He was my dad's gym teacher in Cheltenham after he retired from the Eagles at age twenty-five. What? That's amazing. Cheltenham High School, where Kyle Pitts went before he transferred. Was he injured? Like, why did he retire at twenty-five? Was he? Did he have? Like, oh, a I career, don't. I don't know. Exactly. I don't think he had a long NFL career. I don't think he was that good. No. I hope I'm not wrong about that. I mean, Peter Red, you're looking live. Yeah, I don't my, recall. What, yeah. what, I mean, what's interesting about the Irv Cross, obviously, is he was the first person of color on one of those shows. But like there wasn't a bad word said about this guy his entire life. And like, yeah. he was surrounded by a bunch of sharks and that. And it just seemed like everyone was going for everyone's job in that industry. And, like Irv Cross was viewed as like this man of great class, like almost like an Arthur Ashe figure where it was like he could do no wrong. It was just a fantastic gentleman. You know, Yeah, he only played six years in the NFL, wasn't even a great player. He wasn't even like a pro bowler. He's great on TV. That's for sure. Um Let's talk about some 2021 highlights and lowlights if we want. Just do a little recap here. Um, let me start with this. Since we're talking about Madden and Irv Cross and this and that. Besides the top guys, don't give me, you know, the Al Michaels, the Bucks, the Aikmans. Mm -hmm. Is there an NFL broadcast crew, reporter, personality? Anyone who you feel flies under the radar, flew under the radar in 2021 that you'd like to give a little shout out to? I will begin. Schrager will begin. I am in the business of information. I am in the business of who's got accurate stuff. I'm in the business of who's going to break a story that's different than everyone else. And a lot of the stuff that you see are injuries, free agent signings. I thought, and I'm friendly with them from the NFL network, but we're not best friends. And I don't socialize with them beyond like, you know, whatever it is. I thought Tom Pelissero's story on urban Meyer took down yes. that would, urban Meyer is a King, a King, an empire. It took it down with one article and then it opened up the floodgates. And to see that kind of journalism in 2021, where it's a lot of stuff where the coaches have buddies in the media and the league is in bed with this guy. And then the, he, had four different store James Robinson and the Trevor Lawrence stuff, then the Marvin Jones fight. I don't think that article got enough press that Urban Meyer is the first coach in the history of the NFL to be a first year coach fired in season. I mean, that's incredible. And so I think Tom Pelissero for like a little bit of like, hey, here's some shit on a team, a story that Sam Smith was writing, you know, for years in the 90s. And we got stuff all the time in the 90s. 
I don't think we get that stuff anymore. And I thought that was kind of cool. So from a football and, perspective, yeah. Palisar, he's really good on TV. And that it was, was probably NFL, the NFL, NFL story of the year. Too. Yeah. I mean, the right, fact right. that it was an NFL, the shield that he worked for the shield and did that story was incredible, mm-hmm. but his hair is too perfect all the time. Tom, Peter, you could speak to this. Tom Bellicero, <laughs> it's like that cut that, that is so sharp. Honestly, you get near his hair. I'm more of a James Palmer guy. James Palmer is like Tom Pelissero <laughs> light. He's actually a Philly guy. He's the greatest guy. So I, I feel like Tom Pelissero, like, I don't know if I could be like, we'd be good friends. I, do, I don't know him personally. Guy. He's a great, he's in from Minnesota. Dark wit. Sometimes will send me texts that I did not expect coming from that person on TV. And I'm like, I like this guy. So very I'd like if he had a bad hair day once every while, you know, I feel like that's what's missing, but that was an amazing story. Good story. No lie. Uh, I, uh, Paul Rudd lives in our neighborhood now in, in Brooklyn. Uh, and, and I saw him recently and he was talking about watching NFL network. And he's like, my kids, you know, one of them loves loves Pelissero. The other one loves James Palmer. And I'm like, I love that you, I love that he's watching like that. So there you go. Paul Rudd, oh my God. Did, man, watching did you, James Palmer in the mornings. Did you get Paul Rudd to autograph a copy of the People's Sexiest Man issue? I have not. Should I, should I ask? I mean, he's that? in your neighborhood. Why not? By the way, I'm in your neighborhood too, Peter. And I'd kill to hang out with. I almost chose my kid's school because it's just the off chance that I could become friends with Paul Rudd. Well, we'll hang, we'll all hang at some point if he picks up. My oh, phone call. don't, don't <laughs> even, but this is, we're being honest here. This is a house of honesty. We're not all, do you saw that Jimmy? You could see like his eyes went off to the right. We'll all hang at some point. There's no way. You get the text like, oh, we didn't realize we were going to hang. We, we, we'll get you next time. We'll get hey, meanwhile, uh, my, my, my favorite person, F. Paul Rudd, he's no, but my favorite person in the world is Adam Sandler. And I'm waiting for Perloff to invite me into one of those sessions. Yeah, I have a movie coming out where I actually have a speaking line with Sandler in May. No big deal. You know, what's the uh, movie called? Is it the Sean Payton one? No, it's called Hustle. Although I'm people were a little mean about the Sean Payton one. Nobody said it was like the, this. Remember the Titans? They have a comedy about Sean Payton and Twitter is killing them for like Kevin James doesn't look like Sean Payton. He's not supposed to. Look so like so him. it's a comedy about a guy who got banned from the league for yeah. paying yeah, people to put bounties. That. It's about him coaching a middle school team in the year. It's it's got it's closer to Bad News Bears, Little Giants. There are people in New World. There's no one in America. Who cares about Sean Payton coaching a little league team the year he was suspended? Team, interesting team, take, the Andrew. Nobody. Well, what cares. do you want a Bounty Gate movie? Like, is that? Yes, be- that would be more interesting. Oh, okay. Are you are you blind? Like, so yeah. Rudd is one of my favorite guys in the world, and if he was to come out with a bad movie, and I, I, I'm beyond, I don't think he has. Like, I would probably have to see it and love it. Um, are you so blindly loyal to the Sandler crew that like you see that Sean Payton uh, commercial and you're like, this looks great? I've been in five Sandler movies. I still get a random check from the week of, which is about Chris Rock and Adam Sandler. I don't even know. I was on, I was on camera for maybe this half a second walking across the parking lot. Is that all the kids were getting married? I yeah. like that one. I'm in that every three weeks, every like three months, a random check for $14 comes in. So this is my livelihood, Peter. Tell him, tell Jimmy about how I was in the green room at Dan Patrick when Sandler was there, like literally like a giddy kid. I could not get over it. Yeah. Oh my God. We could be sometimes Peter used to come in a lot when we were in New York and I'd be like, I'd be like, Peter be like, can you introduce me to this guy? Then I'd come out and introduce him. Peter is already bro hugging him and best friends with the guy before I even, it's ridiculous. What was was the name of the, Popular Salem movie with with the gam- where he's the gambler the uh, last like big one he did what was uncut the name of that? gems uncut gems I th- I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure that before uncut gems the last Salem movie I saw was Wedding Singer 
Well, you miss so, out a lot, bro. Yeah, Zohan. No, didn't see it. Really? I'm not. A, I'm not a Sandler guy, so I, I stick out like a sore thumb in this conversation. Okay. I mean, I love the Wedding Singer, and I like, and I, I love the Wedding Singer. I thought M- Uncut Gems was okay, but I thought he was brilliant in it, and he should have won the Oscar for it. Jimmy, yeah, you like the Netflix comedy special where he tours around? And he does. Oh, he so does good. It's really funny. It's like kind of old Sandler. Sentimental too. Carl. Like it reminds you of his old CDs yeah. you listened to in high school. Yeah, yeah. I didn't listen to his CDs in high school. You didn't li- medium pace. You didn't listen to Tollbooth Willie. None of this. I was never a Sandler guy. I was never a Sandler guy. What were you, you guys listening can... to? Bob Newhart. What were you listening to? Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Yeah. Perloff, do you have a media person you'd like to shout out for, for well, a strong twenty twenty one? I was so scared because I feel like you guys are like real pros at naming that. Like, I feel like. We don't need a preamble. Just say it. Just say some name. Yeah. I was listening or to say you, you don't want to I say like, a name. I don't want to say anything because I think you guys are going to judge me. Be like, uh, oh, we I will love, judge you for sure. I don't always. I, I watch a lot of Red Zone and I watch games with sound off. But I watch a Kenny Albert, Jonathan Vilma game the other day on Fox. Great. Enjoyed it very much. Great. Take. And I love I love guys like Kenny Albert and Ian Eagle. The way they play with talent and play off talent and be funny is hysterical to me. Bro, Ian Eagle is my perfect. favorite. You're not allowed to name Ian Eagle. I said, you can't name the, the like the A-listers. You had to give me right. like an under the radar. So that's so good I, with Kenny Albert and Vilma. And I have a theory on guys. It's not the individual talents. It's the chemistry of the two. Like I feel, I feel like if you take Romo and Nance away from each other, they're not as good. Or maybe Nance is good with anybody, but honestly, I, I like the other play. And I noticed there was Jonathan Vilma accidentally cursed on air. I think he was doing the Eagles giants. And Kenny called him out like 10 seconds later. He's like, oh, I thought you were going to let me go. And it was, I was laughing out loud funny. So I like familiarity. I'm actually not, I don't need like the biggest names on it. I like guys who are more conversational. So I, and I'm sorry, I, I feel like everybody, you know, if you look at any list, everyone likes Akeem Tlaib because he's much different. He's a lot of fun. But to me, it's like the guys who are comfortable within their own skin and are conversational. That's great. Good job. Oh, thanks, guys. It's a good anyway, job. back to how me, you, and Paul <laughs> Rudd are getting brunch next Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. We have so many celebrities. Jimmy, you know, we live together. There's so many celebrities in our neighborhood. I know. I can tell you guys are very uh, it's really Brooklyn. enamored with the celebrities. Oh, I know. Well, the, like, Peter opened the name drop. Give me your best celebrity interaction in the last six months in Brooklyn, New York. Let me hear. This is awkward because the, uh, the celebrity was not aware that I was stalking him down the street. <laughs> but every time uh so Keyshawn Johnson lives very close to me. <laughs> so random. All right, go on. And I was I was I could tell he was going to the specific restaurant. So I went out of my way to sort of like a few blocks out of the way to pretend I was walking by. And I walk up to I'm walking up to introduce myself. I'm like, oh uh, and then I get an energy from him. Do not talk to me. Not to me in particular. You know it. He puts it off like, listen, I'm, I'm a fine guy, but do not talk to me. So I walk up to introduce myself and then I turn right, <laughs> turn right around and, and totally. Uh, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised you're a, you're a walk up to walk up I'm to not. the guy kind of guy. I'm okay. not. But he's if you, it's a neighbor you've seen like five times. So there are a lot of guys in our neighborhood who I, I've actually seen. And I don't have to be like J.J. Reddick was right around the corner. I, I see him all the time. I never go up to him. Um, Brandon Marshall, the NFL player, was, lives around the corner. I go up to him because he's incredibly friendly. Um, yeah. But generally, though, if I see a celebrity in New York City, I do not go. up. Do you guys? What's your policy? No, um, same. Uh, if they if they make eye contact and they perhaps are football fans, maybe they'll give that like I know and they'll say, what's up? But I had a really good one the other day and it's not a huge celebrity, but it was kind of cool. I'm in the little coffee shop 
you know joe coffee right there right from oh there. yeah great spot and it's kind of like a local neighborhood spot and this guy is there and he's he's ordering a drink he's got an australian accent and it's patty mills the nets point oh. guard and i'm like that's an awesome sighting so i start talking him up and then online behind us to get a drink or something uh, was, uh, what's his name? Uh, John Krasinski from The Office. Oh, now, now that would have put me, now that is one where I, I would have probably went up. To I him. didn't say shit to either one, but uh, you know, I saw cool John Krasinski on the street right near there. And he was walking with Emily Blunt and their kids. And I looked him right in the eye, just randomly. <laughs> looked me in the eye, and I, I, I guess I feel like I'm like, I'm not cool enough. He if they're is, with the kids, you got to leave them alone. You know, who's, them. you know who I see a bunch too? And she's, unbelievably beautiful is uh is felicity carrie russell she lives in the hood i saw her five days ago yeah this woman she looks like she's 25 years old i don't know how old she is but it's her and her husband who she's in the americans with and jimmy i'm telling you man brooklyn's the spot i'm done with midtown clearly i don't want to hear about it ever again is everyone going to hate us for dropping these names absolutely yeah we're telling you that we're losers and we're impressed by it my phone is filled with neighbors of mine who've hung out with patty mills (laughs) patty mills is apparently the nicest person in all of brooklyn (laughs) patty yeah, I he, the best part of this is Schrager got way more excited for Patty Mills than yeah. John Krasinski. That's the best part of this whole entire thing. It is. It Sh- is. A, a Perloff was John Krasinski ever on the DP show? Nope. We could oh, never okay. get him. And I have no yeah. idea why. Especially I tried when, so yeah. hard. I probably tried harder for him than any, than any other guest. And it really never happened. Yeah. Remember the pandemic? He started his own show, too. We were yes. like, oh, come on. Talk about that. Wouldn't That's when. It. Yeah. 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 Huge sports I, fan. yeah, I know. I know. I know. He's never been on Good Morning Football, has he? No. We had uh, Brian Baumgartner from The Office. He was great. Awesome. Oh, every yeah. every podcast that's on Apple has had Brian Baumgartner this yeah. year. I'm pretty sure. It was the number one podcast? No. no. I'm saying he's, he's been a he's guest. He's a lot of podcasts. He's been a guest on every radio show, TV show, and podcast. You had him recently, right, Jimmy? Uh, no, maybe over the summer. He's cool. But Krasinski is like... In the, my top five of like dream guests, and why is that? You think because I love The Office, yeah, and I think he doesn't get enough credit for how important he was on The Office. So yeah. you'd rather have him than Steve Carell? I've had Carell. That's that's the thing. So mm-hmm. that's why Krasinski's left on the list. Was Carell um, what you thought he would be? Because sometimes you, you he you was have great, the funny guy, and he's very serious. He was great. You know, it was more about like the PR people, like 15 minutes. Yep. And literally when the clock went from 1459 to 15, the PR person got on the phone and was like, got to end it. Yep. But he was he talked about the office. He was great. Couldn't have been nicer. It was only a 15 minute interview. It came out as well as I could have expected, because you guys know this. You can't do good interviews in 15 minutes. It's very can I Can I go off tangent again? So you've been you got me back into the office when you would always be having you. I guess you had Ryan Rosillo or you had Chris Long. You were doing something you were talking about. And I binged the office during the pandemic, watched the entire thing. And I love it so much. And then the book came out um, that was called Welcome to Dunder Mifflin. Read it, loved it. Um, But I also just finished a third time viewing of The Sopranos. I watched I that you, at the beginning of the pandemic. There's nothing better. Ever, no, there's ever. nothing better. Ever. There is nothing. The movie, though, you want to talk about 2021, one of the duds of 2021, nah. The Many Saints. I got America. lured into that thing and had a different experience. I got invited to, to go to the Beacon Theater, and I hadn't been to the movie theater in two years, and all the stars were there, and I sat with a lot of the old cast, and mm. it was so awesome to see everyone that I got caught up in it, and I loved it. But I guess if I saw it on my couch, I probably wouldn't have. I mean, it's... It's clearly not. Yeah, the Ray Liotta thing didn't work for me. I like the way they tied up the junior thing, but 
you know, can I tell you it, one thing? I'm going to yes. do another tangent. It presses yeah. me, Peter, and you'll know this. I sat around with Jimmy at Sports Illustrated for years, and he would talk about his heroes, Mike <laughs> and the Mad Dog and Howard Stern and different things. Just when you, and then you're interviewing these people now and you're not like, you're not like Chris Farley and the Beatles. You actually do a functional interview, which to me is crazy because I saw you kind of, you know, worship your heroes. So I'm always surprised. Like I think that you would just clam up with these guys, but you're totally I, comfortable. I, you guys don't get nervous doing interviews. Do you? I don't, yeah, I mean, you, I, you put Howard Stern up here and you put Francesa here and then you can, you know, and, and, and Mad I, Dog. I, the only time I was ever nervous for an interview is I interviewed Jeter in person a hundred years ago. This was before a podcast. And I think after that, I realized like, there's really no reason to be nervous for these things. Yeah. I got it out of my system early and there's just, there's just no reason to be nervous. I mean, what I get nervous about sometimes is if someone's not good on the podcast, not yeah. like who the person is, you know, and you guys know this. There's different. Listen, you interview people who want to come on, who get into it. There are people who are on there who want to plug stuff. And that's the only reason they're there. And I try not to do those because it's not going to be good. So, like, there's no reason, you know, most of the time, there's really no reason to be nervous. Jimmy, what's your cultural blind pop cultural blind spot? Like Sopranos office, like, but. I don't do the sci-fi dragon stuff. So like, I never seen that episode yeah. of game of Thrones. I never seen Me that episode either. of Mandalorians. Like what's uh, yours that you've never seen. It's the same thing. I don't do any sci-fi. I don't do any Lord of the Rings and whatever hobbits. hobbits and, I don't do Potter, star Wars. Potter, I don't do Potter, game no. of Thrones. Yeah. Gennaro, you, my buddy Gennaro, who Perloff knows. Gennaro police. Yeah. Says he, he, we have an ongoing thing where he says like, there, there are very few things that can get through the Jimmy Trainer imagination clause. Like, I don't have an imagination for like a movie with, you know, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. Like, I have no interest. Dimensions. And yeah. yeah. time the way, travel. The no, way you guys no. are talking about these weird things. There's only Star what, Wars. the three most successful movie franchises in the history of the world. We didn't talk about their the success. Rings, like the famous book of all time. What else do you not like? Guys? So you're like, like the assholes on Twitter. He literally said, what's my blind spot? He didn't say, <laughs> yeah, he didn't you, say like, you know, like I don't get into like the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's not my bad. Star Fucking. Wars, these funky Star Wars. It's Star Wars, dude. It's right. Lord of the Rings. I didn't say that Star Wars isn't a cultural phenomenon. I didn't say it's one of the most popular movies of all time. I said, I'm not into it. It's not my bag. With, both of you were dripping with judgment. You're like these oh, Game yeah. of Thrones. I know when anti-Game of Thrones people talk, they always bring up, oh, you know, dragons and wizards. There's a lot more going on. It's a political, socio-political commentary on feudal society and how it reflects on today's society. And the first couple of seasons, they had lots of sex scenes and there were dragons <laughs> and wizards and it was awesome. And but you go too far when you say when you put you put the air quotes around Star Wars. I mean, come on, bro. I, I don't want like, to watch a movie guys. with something like, called R two D two. Are you yes. watching all these? MCU Marvel. I love Marvel. I love Marvel. Yeah. How you're an adult? How? How it's only the most successful thing. It's the only kind of movie they make because it's cool. Did you like comic books when you were a kid? No. no. <laughs> I studied baseball cards. I played in the. Yard. I did too. There's room in your brain to to like. Star Wars and the Yankees. I could tell Not you mine. the back of Steve Balboni's baseball card. I don't need to tell you about Hawkeye and Magneto. My brain, you gave my brain way too much credit. It's very limited. It's but like, give me, give me a, a, a straight comedy or a straight drama. Like I'm not into anything else. Andrew, what's your too? cultural blind spot? What's the one that you don't, you can't like everyone's having the conversation about this week's whatever. And you just kind of fade to the back. 
Me? I, I don't have any. I'm all for it. I mean, I was I was sitting there when you guys were talking about the Madden documentary because I hadn't seen it. But I don't think there's anything I don't like. What, about, what, what, about, what about music? What Parks about music? What about music? I'm not. Did you watch? The Be- did you wa- did you watch the Beatles thing? Yes, I did. And I don't even like the Beatles. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so no, 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 no. We just don't got it. We just got yeah. it. So I get ripped for not liking Star Wars. And you just said you don't like the Beatles. <laughs> One of my famous lines at the Dan Patrick show was, I don't understand why popular music is so popular. Like, I, it's not that I don't like the Beatles. It's just like, why are they the Beatles of the Beatles? Does that make sense? Like, why are they the greatest band to me? Like, I'm, I thought the Rolling Stones were better or whatever. My point was, I don't like things that are, which is funny because I was ripping you guys for like Star Wars. I don't like things that are universally considered so much above everything else when they don't you were really... just ranting about game of thrones and star wars well i okay to you guys beatles fans like is, is to you it's a no-brainer that the beatles are the greatest all right, let me give you time. my beatles doc experience um everyone raving about it on twitter everyone saying it's the greatest thing ever i think i lasted 90 seconds before turning it off i just, I, I just <laughs> uh, i'm good all right i'll, give, I'll give you i'll give you my beatles experience with the with the uh, the show that's on Disney Plus, put on Howard one morning, and he's raving about it and how raving. good it is. I heard, and, that. He, and then he says it's eight hours long. So I never even attempted to try to watch it. As soon as I heard eight hours, I was like, not. But I happening. watched Ken Burns Civil War. I, I mean, I'll do that. I it's have no attention. The older I get, I have even less attention span. I have no attention span. Yeah, Ken Burns only had fourteen documentaries since then, <laughs> and you go back yeah. to Civil War. But I, I loved Get Back, and I do not love the Beatles. It felt like it was the whole thing was fake. But I'm like, they can't even. They could not have faked this whole thing. You they watched have, all eight hours. They have them. No, I fast forwarded through a lot of like, like uh, when George Harrison was singing. I would fast forward, but <laughs> they were. They had this thing where John and Paul are basically breaking up, and they had a hidden mic, and they were filming it. And I think it was legit. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You just reminded me, was it on this year end podcast last year of 2020 yes. where you revealed that you fast forward through a show to the end? Yes. Oh, even worse. Even worse. I'll read on Wikipedia what happens in a movie. <laughs> I've doubled down on that since that. Since that, I, uh, I've doubled down. If it's all right, any horror movie like Midsummer or like Hereditary or one of these. I, I do not like horror movies, so I read about it on Wikipedia. And even the Wikipedia entry can be scary at times. I feel like you two, though, you're two of the people that sort of blow my mind in that you seem to consume everything. And I don't understand how you have the time to consume all of that stuff. I mean, you have kids, 
this Schrager's waking up at like 3 a.m. And then he's on, in, on Sundays, he's in L.A. Like you're doing you're driving. You, you were driving like 20 hours a day for the damn. Like, how do you have time to consume all this stuff? I don't understand. Well, for me, uh, I did not watch the second half of the Dolphin Saints last <laughs> night. <laughs> so I will flip back Sunday. Night, if, I'll give you an example of the kind of pressure I'm under. People don't understand this. Sunday Night Football, Dan Pack Show Monday morning. I know we're going to be talking about the game, but Curb just went on HBO Max and Succession went on HBO Max. So I am an expert of watching both the game and the episode at the same time. Couldn't disagree more. I would rather sacrifice the day of not being in the Succession conversation Monday morning to have all my focus on Succession and be completely invested on that Monday night. And I kind of block off the nights. Like Succession's Monday night on DVR, Curb is Tuesday night. I watched Mayor of Easttown in one block uh, over the course of like three. I love that Mayor of Easttown. I saw it two months after the fact because I was like, all right, I just won't pay attention. And then I'll dive in. And I loved it. Right, there's funny. a lot there, but we got to cover. You, go ahead. I, I say it's really interesting. Here. I was thinking about like, what are the shows of the year? There's so many different outlets now that not everybody has the same. Some people watch all the HBO shows. Some watch the Netflix shows. Some watch the Hulu shows. So it's impossible in 2021 to have like a consensus show other than maybe Squid Game. I do feel like Mayor of Easttown was the one show yeah. this year that people watched live yeah. and yes. and broke down and talked about. Now, I loved it. I thought it was great. Great. I'll, I'll, I'll listen. It's the end of the year. Maybe no one's listening. So I'll make a, I'll make an embarrassing confession on my own podcast. So Perloff, you said you shut off the Saints Dolphins game at halftime. And what did you watch? Uh, what did I watch last night? Uh, I just I'm said watching, it. I'm watching. Oh, I don't know what I did. I was using succession. It's like, a, oh, okay. Yeah. But so, uh, I'm watching the Witcher right now. But when I saw that, when I saw that Ian book had no business being on the field and it wasn't going to be a competitive real NFL game. And I shut it off. Do you want to know what I watched? Hmm. You're going to judge so hard. the, Lucy Ricky Amazon movie. I would Lucille see Ball. I would see it. Lucy Carter. Desi. Lucy Lucy Desi. What did I say? Right? Lucy. Who's Charles is Lucy? Who's Lucy? N- Nicole Kidman. I would watch oh, it. Was it good? pretty good. And it was okay. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't great. It was. It wasn't what I expected. But it was pretty. I mean, listen. I. 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 Again, I'm a TV junkies in a way. So I didn't realize like. You know, you know, I love Lucy and, you know, it's like considered the greatest, sitcom, the first sitcom and all that. I didn't realize like Lucy started a production company no, I don't that. and that this and Star Trek came from her production company no, and the Untouchables came from her, like I didn't realize the show spun off all these things. So I enjoyed it from a historical television pop culture standpoint. The movie itself, you know, was was OK. By the way, I wrote down a bunch of shows that I, I wanted to ask you guys if you were into. Oh, good. Could we do this real quick, Jimmy? I know we're hijacking your, uh, your podcast. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Pearl. Okay. You guys both did this season of Curb, right? Yes. I give it a, uh, I give it a B, a solid B. Did you both do Succession? Yes. No. Uh, get Back, obviously, we talked about. Cobra Kai this year. I think they had yeah. it a season this year. I did I not watch it. Oh, Cobra Kai is awesome. It's all right. the wit- I know you didn't do this. The Witcher on Netflix, which is like breaking off. What is that? What's The Witcher? No. Oh, my God. It's, uh, it's only like the most successful show they've ever had. Uh, it's all about like dragons and wizards. And yeah. stuff. So uh, the, either any of the um, any of the Disney shows that were like dramas like Loki or uh, the uh, one about the, the witch. 
Those are no, very there were no no witches and dragons and bullshit. Okay, uh, shows about people. Shows about people. That Mayor of White, Town hacks. White Lotus. That's what I want. White Lotus, White Lotus. Yeah, White Lotus. Do you do White Lotus, Jimmy? I did not. Oh, Jimmy, it's great. It's I know, I know, I know. I, I, it just slipped through the cracks because it came. Because like here's why it came after Mayor of Easttown, and I needed a break. Yeah, got it. That makes sense. They're both heavy. Yeah. Um, can I give you one that I loved? Hacks. Yes. You guys see Hacks on HBO? Loved Hacks. I, I got to do Hacks. It's worth it. Yeah, no. Hacks was great. Hacks no. was great. I got two quick comedies. FX has a lot of comedies. Oh, Dave. Dave. Dave? Are you a Dave fan? Dave's the greatest show ever made. Oh. <laughs> We have to have a side discussion after this show about every episode of Dave. Dave, Jimmy, have you watched Dave? I have not watched Dave. I don't even, I had to like, I I like finagled a Hulu account because I didn't have it to like, it is so good and so different. And so I want to meet every one of those people on that show. I didn't know that Benny Blanco was actually a real producer, Andrew. Did you? Nope. He's a real producer with Bieber. Um, Andrew Sorrentino, the redhead. I he's a stand-up comedian. I, I have to meet him. He looks amazing. He's a ama- he's got a new role. He's got a big role in the show coming up. He's hot. Yeah. And and then little Dicky, I didn't know it was an actual rapper. I thought it was yeah. just some funny actor. Yeah, it's about a rapper, Jimmy, named Lil Dicky, and his behind the scenes life. And he's from suburban Philly. Went to the same summer camp I did. No big deal. Me and James Palmer and Lil Dicky. Oh, wait, one more show. What we do in the shadows on FX. Have you I guys heard it's heard? great? I yeah, heard about Taika Wakide, yeah. and it's um the people who did Fly of the Concord. That's my other comedy, and that is uh that's all the shows I have. Is the rest? Oh, Squid Game. That's the other one. Did Didn't you see it, Jimmy? You no, had no. to do Squid Game. Oh my God, that is the show. I I no, I I I lasted twenty minutes and I was out. Interesting. I <laughs> I, I the shows those. I watch are terrible. That's my like. You know what I watched? The Morning Show. I loved it. Jimmy. That's a big show. That's another. See, I find it to be a horrible show, and I can't stop watching it. Same. same. It's ridiculous. Terrible season two. Watch and I episode. watched. I'll tell you what else I watched. But I, the morning show. I don't feel like I enjoy it so bad, but I watch it anyway. I don't know. There's something about Jennifer Aniston. And it's the. It's just it's such wealth, and it's beautiful. Right. Like, I watch you on Netflix. Which you and everybody I'm, else very popular. Right. He's in our neighborhood. I seen Ben Badgley around. And not to be a loser and bring it back to sports, but I will say. I do think there were a lot of good sports shows. Doc, like the Malice in the Palace was great. That documentary was great. The 30 for 30 on the 86 Mets that Kimmel oh, did was awesome. great. There was another 30 for 30 this year that was really good. You know, we mentioned the Madden doc. Uh, you know, give me more of those things. I'm always, you know, always into that stuff. Do you Sugar. guys do do you guys do Ted Lasso? Yeah, yes. Ted Lasso. I'm all about Ted Lasso. Yes. That's the show of 2021 in a way. It, it was yeah. great. I saw it. Um, I was late on it and I loved it. And I was skeptical like yeah. squid game. I'll never see. And that's a shame. It's just that everyone was talking about it and I probably missed the moment. And I'm just like, I'm not diving in now. And that thing already passed, you know, wait, I have another documentary, by the way, the same people who did malice and palace. Did anyone happen to see the Marty fish nervous breakdown? No, but I heard it was really I'm good in it, dude. Oh my God. You're in it. I texted you. You, Oh, it's the most unbelievable thing. It is so awesome. We were with Fox TV, I was at Fox, Fox News. I'll tell you the amount of people. I'm on Good Morning Football. I I do Fox. I do Simmons's podcast. The amount of texts I got for a 30 second cameo from 2010 in the Marty Fish documentary has blown up my phone this year. I haven't. Seen I gotta it. watch it's that. Good? I gotta watch. It's a, I gotta it's watch. not as good. It is unbelievable. He's in a car on the BQE going to the U.S. Open to play Roger Federer in the quarterfinals. Has a nervous breakdown. Doesn't 
doesn't play tennis again for three years. Hmm. And I never knew this about him at all. It's all about his uh, growing up with Andy Roddick and having a nervous breakdown. It's awesome. Where, where, can I in the, where can I and the listeners watch this? This is Netflix. So it's Netflix. the same people okay. who did the Mouse of the Palace documentary. They did I will watch it. I will watch it this week. There's a documentary called too. Wild Wild West from last year about yeah, that cult in Oregon that my uncle was in. I think we talked about it last year. What? I don't know your yeah, uncle. Was my, in my uncle filed the Bhagwan, but that's a whole different side story. <laughs> okay. Yeah. My uncle dropped out of college and moved to Oregon to be with the Bhagwan. Anyway, those people who did that documentary, which won all the awards, did sports and they did Marty Fish. They did this hockey team that was invaded by the mafia somewhere upstate. I can't remember, but it's they're all amazing. They did a great job. And I'm going to give one last shout out and then we'll write. I want to give a shout out because I know you guys are old school wrestling fans, too. Huh? There is a phenomenal show on Vice called Dark Side of the Ring. Seen everyone, Jimmy. They had a great season this year. The episode on the Ultimate Warrior was there's the episode on the plane ride from hell. Jake the Snake Roberts. Highly recommend. Definitely. And A&E also did a bunch of WWE biographies this year. They did them over the summer. I watched all of them. So if you're a wrestling fan, especially old school, check those out. Those are great too. Shrek, do you have anything? Like to, uh, Jimmy, those guys like to party a little bit. Is, uh, yeah, <laughs> surprisingly. Yes. I have a show, one more, Alone, where they take these survivalists. No, I don't watch that shit. I tried. Dude, it's awesome. Alone is the best Survivalist show. stuff. This, is my, but this goes back to my point. Like, you, How do you have kids how do you have all this time i don't get that it. i've just literally told you the nine shows i've watched this year if you ask me about any other show or ask me about anything that runs on any network other than cbs <laughs> cbs man he's watching sure, yeah, bob loves yeah. he's watching bob loves ayoshala and he's watching oh. the united states of al now cbs guy do you guys do you guys <laughs> maybe Schrager, maybe you sit with this one out i don't want to get in trouble with fox but do you guys ever watch football on a sunday and one of the guys will do a promo read yes. for some show that's on during the week on Fox or CBS. And you're like, what the fuck yes. is this? I'm watching and I'm seeing a commercial for, for the, the peninsula episode of this is us. I'm like, I didn't know this thing was still on. How about Grey's Anatomy? It's been on for about 47 seasons. They'll uh, plug it. I'm like, like Reno 911, not Reno 911, 911 with Rob Lowe and he's in the snow or something. Oh, Lone, I'm like, Lone Star. Lone Star. Lone, I'm like, Oh, wait. I got one for you. And it's not a show to watch. It's I know what you're going to say. Talk. I know what you're going to say. I've never heard of Yellowstone. And apparently uh, it's the number one show in the world. It's pretty good. But what's wait. the show that Al has to promote on Sunday nights on NBC? Oh. It's, a, it's a city name. I think it's a one word name. La Brea. La Brea. La Brea. <laughs> what the hell is La Brea? Al every Sunday's plugging La Brea. What, wait, so we're really running out of time because are we going to do yeah, the Rob it. Gronkowski USAA ads? Is that our ads part of because most of the comedy writers now work on progressive ads? By okay, the way. Can, uh, we'll wrap it with the Gronk ad. We got it. We got to go push out be producing this. I'll just say this. I saw all these tweets about this commercial. Didn't know what we're, what it was about. You guys text me about it. Still don't know what it's about. I went and watched it. What's the big deal? What, he, I, what am I missing? He, it's. He's begging so dead Gronk, who's made hundreds of millions of dollars and has insurance for life, is begging for the rates from the USAA insurance. Like yeah. he's begging. Now is he begging? What? He's swindling. He's trying to swindle <laughs> them into pretending his family is from the military. Is that is that wor- is that any worse than Tom Brady telling people to go eat Subway? No, 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 no. It's so bizarre. It's the the military insurance. Fund and he's begging, yeah, lying, but when begging. I but when I watch it, I was like, oh, th- this is all clearly a setup to make fun of Gronk. 
but there is a general thing where all these like high end players, like Patrick Mahomes, has to pretend to work in a Foot Locker to get a better rate from Geico. Or something. <laughs> it's an odd phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, like the NFLPA has got to get on this. Their insurance must suck because they have the best players in the world who are going to incredible lengths to save ten percent. It's literally just just one storyline for every insurance ad is an NFL player lying to get their insurance. That's all it is. <laughs> But oh, don't become your dad uh, insurance ads. Those are the best. When they go to the football game and they're talking about getting out, that is me. Yeah, I see. I know none of as soon as a commercial comes on, I either change the channel or I go on my phone. So I miss all of this stuff. Oh, the progressive. There's this ad. Don't become your parents when you get a new house. That is genuinely funny. Peter, you agree, right? It's fine. Yeah, it's good. Oh, oh, God. That was so funny. He didn't didn't sell that. He didn't sell that for you at all. All right. Let's do this properly. Perloff teaming up with Maggie Gray. What's it called? Great. Is it called Maggie and Perloff? Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio, CBS Sports Network. Lots of places. January 3rd, 3 to 6 Eastern. Schrager, Good Morning Football, Fox on Sundays. Bill Simmons' podcast. I can't believe he slums it on this one when he's on with Bill every week. Friday with Bill Simmons. But I'm going to say this. The coaching cycle is going to get really hot and heavy over the next few weeks for the NFL. It is my bread and butter. I'm plugged in with a lot of these guys. And I would say, follow me because I usually have things that others do not when it comes to the NFL coaching world. And there might be some bombs to be dropped on P-S-C-H-R-A-G-S on Twitter. By the way, you know where you can find Peter on TV. Just take your remote, hit power, and just sit back. And Peter is right there talking about football so it's not hard to find it's hard to miss him on my i have to have a special filter to get something where peter's not talking sorry Uh, we've gone 67 minutes so i'm not going to circle back and have perloff break down the ravens offensive scheme we're just going to end it here but i mean if you bracket mark andrews you're cutting tyler huntley's production down by 40 percent. there it is guys i appreciate it happy new year stay safe avoid omicron and uh Enjoy the rest of the NFL season. It's so sad it wraps up soon, but hopefully we have a good six weeks here. But wait, didn't you just say you don't like NFL games anymore, Jimmy? No, no, the season season, season is tainted, but I will watch every minute of every game. Jimmy, if I see Krasinski, our goal is 2022 to get Jim from the office on the SI Sports Media podcast. It it almost... it came, yeah. See, it came close one time, and, it, and you were tied into a pro with DP because when A Quiet Place came out, he was supposed to come on my podcast. He was supposed to go on DP. And then A Quiet Place came out. It did like $5 billion, and he canceled all of his sports interviews. Mm. By and the I way, remember saying to the publicist, if I see him on DP, I'm going to be livid. Mm. But if I see pictures on Instagram of Peter, Paul Rudd, and Krasinski at brunch, and I'm not there, I will be very upset, by the way. I'll be getting coffee with Patty Mills, but still, you got to get us in. You got to bring us into the fold, Peter. You've got no shot. Don't say anything to Keyshawn. All right, guys. Happy. Who? Quick. Very quick. Who will be up at midnight on New Year's Eve? No. Come on. No. Perloff, will you be awake at midnight on New Year's Eve? I'll be watching The Witcher, thinking about how much you guys hate this show. Mandalorians. Oh, the, the book of Boba Fett. Can Jimmy, I he that? says, I don't know if you guys saw this show, Loki. <laughs> what? I need, did you guys both watch Curb this week? Yes. No. I, I, I need Shelby. I need Shelby to play the Oscars music right here. Just play them off. Play the Oscars music and play them off like Larry did. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year, yeah. Jimmy. Thanks, buddy. Right, guys, be Good safe. to see you. All right. My thanks to Peter Schrager, Andrew Perloff, and you for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed that little different pod than we normally do to wrap up 2021. 
Uh, if you missed any of the other recent pods we've done here on the SI Media Podcast, we did a year in review episode last week with Andrew Martian and John Oran. That was in-depth. A lot of sports media coverage of 2021 on that pod. Troy Aikman, two weeks ago. Stanford Steve, three weeks ago. Go into the archives. Check them out. Subscribe, download, rate, review. And uh, that wraps it up for the SI Media Podcast in 2021. Thank you all for listening throughout the year. Really appreciate it. Thanks to all the guests. Thanks to my producer, Shelby Royston. And uh, have a healthy, happy, safe New Year's. And we'll see you in 2022 right here on the SI Media Podcast. Take care. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Fuma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.